Okay, so welcome to the first episode. I'm so glad that you could listen. It's probably just Phoebe listening to Bonus Review, but either way, this is what we're doing and we're doing it properly, innit? Um, so first things first. My name's Raina, as in the rain with an A at the end. Don't get it wrong, it's spelled the same way. R-A-I-N-A. I would tell you my second name, but then you can just search me up and that's my government name. I don't want you looking for me, so we're not gonna do that. <laughs> uh what? What is this going to be about? Well, as it's my first episode, I think I should just give a brief overview of what I aspire to achieve with this podcast. Um, I guess just just to give my thoughts, because I often find when I'm brushing my teeth or I'm doing my hair, like I start talking to myself and not just like in my head, like out loud. So this is like a platform, a space, an opportunity to actually say those things out loud and maybe hope somebody somewhere is going to listen to it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) so we're gonna start off with what is this episode gonna be about what is it called today's episode is how not to do politics and we're going to talk about the following trump versus biden and also include a little bit of Kanye West in there, um, Meghan Markle with Megxit, um, elitism in UK politics, uh, BLM, how it's over-politicised, if you don't know what BLM is, it's Black Lives Matter, I mean the movement and organisation as it were, um, and participating in politics, um, that's an interesting one, so how not to do politics with the first black female prime minister. Hmm. So let's hit it off. Trump versus Biden. Oh gosh, that is terrible. Trump versus Biden. Trump versus Biden. Trump versus Biden. Sorry for that little. In the beginning, anyway. Um, yeah. First off, let me just say, how come everyone has forgotten about Kanye West? Like, do we all not? Have we just all forgotten that once upon a time Kanye West was was very much in this run for presidency? Um, on that note. If someone asks, if someone asks me, "Oh, would you vote Trump or Biden?" I'd just generally just say Can, Kanye because why not? I mean, I listen to his music anyway. Not not like his old music, but like now that he's a Christian, I listen to his music and I think he's genuine. I think he'd make a cool president, but I don't know if he's mentally fit to be president, as it were. Um, but moving on, Trump versus Biden. Can we just say Biden? Why why did he? Does that not, the fact that the only person you want to interview you is Cardi B, Cardi B of all people, okay, I don't have anything against Cardi B, I'm just saying the type of person she is, that's the only person you want to interview you, I'm sorry, red flags, left, right and centre, and the way that the media and the press is covering Trump, they're asking him all these questions, what do you think about immigration, what do you think about abortion, what do you think about this, what do you think about that, but they're not asking Biden, Biden's not had many interviews, if any, um that says something and biden you've been in politics for so long but you've never really achieved much have you i think it's over 20 years that he's been involved in politics but i'm not too sure adding on to that trump many people don't like him and honestly i don't blame them this is not this i'm not gonna start i'm not gonna come on here and start saying oh yeah i like trump i like biden pro pro democrat pro republican i'd i'd to be quite honest with you, I, I don't I don't do that kind of thing. Even in UK politics, I don't I don't do that kind of thing. Um, but you know, 
Trump and Biden, when I look at them, I genuinely don't think that they know much about politics in the sense that I feel like it's the people in their parties that are actually making the policies and actually speaking for... They're, they're just more of like the poster boys, poster people, sorry, or like poster child, poster children. You know what, it's fine. But you know what I mean, like they're just more of the face of their democratic... of their party, sorry, not not the actual brains behind it you know the beauty not the brains i mean trump's done a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't agree with but i'm sure biden's done a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't agree with um and in america if i'm not incorrect correct me if i'm wrong (laughs) but black people tend to vote for the democrats and then white people tend to vote for the republicans um, as to my knowledge, Republicans are more likely to be supported by evangelicals, so I think Christians, if that's what, if, I'm, if I'm not wrong, and Democrats are more likely to be um, supported by liberals um, and less conservative people, I guess. Yeah, Republicans are have a have a conservative ideology. That's that's a big one for you. It's a big word right there, ideology. Um, but yeah, I think whatever happens in the 2020 elections, God bless America. That's all I have to say on that one. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Meghan Markle and Megxit. I just want to start off by saying that um, I think whether or not you think she's a Delilah or a, or a genuinely, you know, innocent person, I, I don't know. But all I can say is that the wicked shall not prosper. And... Um, you know, if she is, if she is, you know, scandal, scandal, then it's going to come out to the surface. We don't have to cry about it continuously. But I will say this. How come we're putting so much attention on Meghan Markle? But when Prince Andrew, who we all know, we all know what Andrew did. Nothing, nothing is being said. Only one, two days and then, then it's it's cut over. It's not, nothing said anymore. I genuinely do pity Harry. I think he he just kind of wants to live his own life. And and people and because because he's a prince, you know, there's a lot of expectations, a lot of a lot of, I guess, burden, a big burden's put on his shoulders. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I feel like with Megxit, she was also kind of chased out of the, out of England. To be fair with you, I, I, there wasn't much fair or like um, welcoming reception as to her arrival. Uh, she was kind of just chased out. To be honest with you. To be honest with years, <laughs> sorry, I'll do that often. I just like to switch between accents, but yeah, it's weird. It's a shame. I generally think, I think, I think she's 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 making the most of her situation in the sense that she's um, you know, she's now on a more elevated platform to push forward her her views and her gender, as it were. This this that doesn't. I'm not trying to be negative with the words views or agenda because you can have a good view. For example, um, gender equality, for example, um, racial equality, et cetera, et cetera. But I think with Megxit, it's interesting how we're so invested in the lives of other people that we can't even look at our own selves and fix our flaws. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Next up, elitism in UK politics. Wait, just hold on, side note. If the audio is really bad, I'm sorry, but I mean... I guess I could have a microphone, but then, then no. 
Um, also, I know we're going through this really quick, but I don't like listening to podcasts that are just excessively long. So why would I do a podcast that is excessively long? Maybe if I had somebody with me, then it would be longer. But then, then again, why? Just, just why? Anyway, elitism in UK politics. I think it's it's really a pity how we 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 hold meritocracy so dearly to our hearts but the government is not willing to reflect that for example two-thirds of Boris Johnson's cabinet is privately educated now whether or not they should be privately educated that educated that that's that's not my that's not my issue I mean if you want to be privately educated go ahead I, I would send my kids to private school if I could afford it I don't have any kids by the way just I'm just saying hypothetically speaking hypothetically speaking I would send my kids to private school um but I think it's more of that the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. The Gini coefficient here in the UK um, in the 2010s was, I think, between 12 and 14. Now, the Gini coefficient, for those of you that don't know, um, for those of you that do politics or psychology or any of those good stuff, good poli- good, good, um, good subjects there, this is something you can impress your teachers with. Gini coefficient is basically the measure of the difference between the rich and the poor in a specific country. Um, so if you if the if the Gini coefficient of a country is two, then that means there's less of a difference between the rich and the poor. So it's more equal than a country that has a Gini coefficient of eight, for example. That's a higher difference between the rich and the poor. So it's less equal. The society is less equal. So the UK, if I'm not wrong, I really think I'm correct here um, when I say that the Gini coefficient for the past few years has been between eight to to 14 that's a broad range but i can't quite remember the exact number the number was between there but yeah it's 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 sad it's just really sad it's it's really i mean it really is sad anyway elitism in uk politics is really the downfall of it all because even if you do join a pressure group or like um a movement you sign petitions if you have the money you can just skip the queue and you can just go straight to the government and if you if for those of you that aren't aware um labor and conservative are the two main political parties here in the uk and if if i'm donating for example three million pounds to labor every year three million pounds i'm funding them yeah i they if i say that i want a particular policy to be put forward they can't really say no because i'm basically feeding them i'm basically putting clothes on their backs putting food on the table putting food in their mouths so, I mean, people who have money, they have more influence over the government when it comes to these sort of things. They can even afford lobbyists. A lobbyist is someone that basically goes into parliament on your behalf and argues for policies that you want um, in the simplest terms possible. And, you know, ev- even the people that, that, that we have put forward to be our MPs, are they really, really, really representing us? I mean, are they representing the diversity of the United Kingdom? This is not me challenging conservatives. It's just me saying that maybe the UK government would like to change a bit before a revolution starts. And if I'm not wrong, conservatives don't like revolutions. They don't like rapid change. So they better rapidly change before the society does and turns them out of government. Let's move on. The BLM. Black Lives Matter. Now, let me start this off by saying... The principle of black people mattering cannot be disputed. The same way South Asian people matter, the same way 
Native Americans matter, the same way Aboriginal people matter, the same way, yeah, white people generally do matter as well. I said white people, not white lives, okay? Um, And I think we need to distinguish that lives have people, sorry, people have lives, yeah? Lives are behind people, so you need to put people first. Don't just say black lives matter or white lives matter. And, you know, the thing with all lives matter is that you are, if you just say all lives matter, you're ignoring that black people do experience racism. Does that make sense? So all people matter. Let me just put it like that. All people matter. And we're not gonna we're not gonna dispute over all lives matter, black lives matter, all lives matter. No, we're not gonna dispute that anymore. Anymore, sorry. Um and black lives matter, here's the thing. I think it's just over politicized. It's just so simple. Just so simple that black people matter as much as everybody else matters. And all lives cannot matter if black people don't matter. So there you go. All lives matter, people. That's that's one for you to go and sit down and chew on and and think about. Um, I think it's just so over politicized. Can we just? Can we just? Can we just? Can we just? Just? Can we just stop, please? It's actually doing me head in. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. I think I'll do a whole segment on. A certain whole episode, a whole episode on Black Lives Matter, because it's just a bit people overcomplicated, and it's like it, it's 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 really not it's really not that that tricky or that hard. And my last my last thing is participating. This is a this is a shout out to all them 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 youths there, them people them yeah. Um, I'm not from London. Goodness me, goodness me. I'm just embarrassing myself, aren't I? <laughs> um, but participating in politics, as it were, there's so many ways to participate. You can do e-petitions. You can, I guess, you can vote if you're old enough. You can write letters to your local MP. You can talk to your local council. There's so many different things. But I think one of the main ways in which people are participating is um social media and e-democracy a less formal methods of democracy and actually the turnout since post-war so 1945 around there has actually declined um significantly in the uk um with young people being the least likely to vote and that generally it it just annoys me because it's like young people are also the most likely to complain about politics so what if two plus two is four, four? Sorry, if two plus two is four and five plus five is ten, then why are you complaining about the government and not doing anything about it? Because the the power is, is well, some degree of the power is in your hands, because Boris Johnson can't be in power. Sorry, the Conservatives can't be in power if you don't put them there. So make it make sense. Participating, we need to participate in politics because if you don't participate in politics, somebody else will, and somebody else more like the elite, and then they'll just continue to push forward elitism within the society, and you won't be happy because you won't have a job. They're quite simply, because there won't be any money in the economy to actually pay you for your job. So, guys, participate in politics. It's not that hard. It's quite. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. Even a cow could do it. It really is because it's as much as saying oh, I stand for this and I believe this, for example, like having conversations with people and politics shouldn't be a thing where like we just argue over the top of each other saying that, no, what I believe is right, no, I believe is right, shut up, no, yeah, shut up. No, it's not that kind of thing. It's supposed to be, we can deliberate, we can converse over topics, but at the end of the day, we should be moving forward. We should be finding strategies to move forward 
to make Britain great again. <laughs> okay, I'm joking. I'm not going to say that. Make America great again. But anyway, support Trump, support Biden, support Labour, support Conservatives. So no matter, support the sky is blue, red, the sky is blue. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all people. We all matter and we should all respect each other. Where, where's this Where's this podcast going? Oh, gosh. I don't know what to say anymore. So that's how not to do politics. The first episode of on ble- on being the black. Oh gosh, I can't even speak on being the first black female prime minister. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. So that's all for the first episode. Let me know your thoughts on what on how you found this episode. Um. Yeah, how not to do politics featuring UK politics and featuring US politics and everything in between across the Atlantic, yeah? Um, I would give my socials, but I don't have social media because I think it is a very toxic thing in our society. Um, I could do an episode on that, actually. Thanks, guys. Thanks thank, thanks for the suggestion. Um, let me know your thoughts and you can email me if you want. Um, at neverhadjolof at gmail.com and I generally mean that never had jollof it's never had so no capitals and then jollof is spelled or I've spelt it as j-o-l-l-o-f at gmail.com neverhadjolof um yeah I guess you can contact me if you want I'm not I'm not promising any no okay no. yeah guys I'll reply to your emails if you email me um but yeah if you have any questions any cons if you have any questions or concerns please dial the number below no don't um but if you have any questions if you have any topics if you have any agony aunt situations that you want me to sort out then i'll be very happy to help you today side um so yeah thank you so much for listening you'll stay blessed and you'll stay cool and stay you